Welcome to Unnatural 20s, where me and my two buds lead the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a D20. My name is Caitlin, and my two co-hosts here are... What's up? It's Cassie. And... Hey, 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 it's McKenna, aka Books. All right, so before we dive right into it, I want to first bring up a very disturbing yet fascinating product called Shittens. It's basically a mitten for your hand that works no. like a disposable butt wipe. No. And their motto is, because poop is gross. What? So you want your hand to feel like it's closer? I know. Your shit? You, just, what? Well, it's not just for you. It's for babies or for old people like having like helping them wipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you can use it too. But what would you buy these for? No, well, someone it, I hated. It would be a present to someone I hated. I can't. It but, doesn't have like fingers, right? It's also, like a mitten. So it's like uh, yeah, it's a mitten. So it's only got the thumb. But instead of wiping your ass, do you think of any other ways that you could use this? I'm shit sorry, in? I'm not even like stuck on the wiping your ass. You have to remove that at some point. Yeah. How the fuck do you get that? It's off? It's like a glove. That's nasty. yeah. But now it's got shit on it. It's got poo poo. <laughs> plus, with like diaper wipes and stuff, is you never have to. You go straight from the behind to the garbage can or whatever. It. Yeah. But you what would you use it off for? Your hand. What would you use it for? I, I mean, dishes? I, you could, I don't know what is ooh. it like. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> not after it's been used. Not after it has poo poo on it. So a brand like new a, wipe. A baby wipe. Like, uh, you guys hungry? I'm cleaning dishes right now. Don't even worry. <laughs> <laughs> what is it like? Is it like a washable? Like, do you put it in the... No. Or do you toss it's it out? a disposable wipe. Thank God. Yeah. All right. Um, so you use this once I and guess then you, you get that shit out of here. You could use it to clean things. Yeah. yeah like a window yeah. or a computer screen. But like... But it just shouldn't exist. How is it more efficient than a wipe? It's not. Because it's your full fucking hand, you can get a nice little grasp on that poo-poo. But <laughs> what I think you could do is you could put this on your hand and give someone a sanitary slap across the face and say, clean yourself up. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you could. Yep. You totally could. But before, uh, you know, <laughs> before we uh, dive into our adventure log, uh, why don't we start, we start off each episode with a fail. I do have an idea. Yeah. You know, do you guys have, well, you don't have nieces or nephews, but I do. Nope. And they're constantly sticky, especially after they've eaten, but they want to be picked up straight out of the high oh, chair. Yeah, kids yep. are nasty. Slip on those gloves and then like, you don't get their syrup or spaghetti or whatever the fuck they've been eating. On. I, or, or just And you never can kind of just like up. wipe across their face <laughs> and their <laughs> stomach, wherever else this they've gotten food. How you just pick them up and set them aside and then peel those gloves off and then. You're done. I, I mm-hmm. like that. You can use it to just, that's how you deal with children. Mm-hmm. You put on your shittens, you put them on your hands, <laughs> you pick up those shitty little kids with their stickiness and you and just move them somewhere else. Yeah. You're like the claw machine. You get because it, you take it, you move it. They always like start reaching for your hands and my God, their fingers are like little sticky, like, oh, they're so yeah. disgusting. Yeah, they're monsters. Mm-hmm. Well, that's I what you can I love my use. nieces, by the way. <laughs> Precious little things. Sticky, sticky, but precious. All right. So before diving into our adventure log, we start off each episode with a fail and end with a success. So how have you guys failed this past week? Um, Surprise, surprise. My fail came at work again. What's up, guys? So um, mine came because I started, I was essentially an Icarus. I started to feel too cocky. Mm -hmm. I got cocky with numbers, you guys. Oh, (laughs) no. Cassie, that's all of our weaknesses. It's my absolute, like, I cannot deal with numbers. But like I had, like, last week, I started to really understand numbers briefly like I, I had a day where i like i did basic math so i was like i'm a fucking genius <laughs> so today there was we had a whole bunch of accountants come in for to like normally at the end of the year we had our like 
our main CFO person left. So like all of our kind of book stuff got dropped. So we're a little late on this, but the accountants were here today to try to figure some shit out. So it was me dealing with them. And like, I was coming off of feeling cocky. So I was like, yeah, I got this shit. They're like, all right, we need to move this stuff around this stuff around. I was like, oh, I got this. Go, I'll go ahead. So like we brought up the ledgers and stuff. We had to like open up past months and things. And I was moving things around. I was like, you fucking got this. And then like, I handed it back to them and they were like, what have you done? <laughs> I was just like, no. they sent me like five different ledgers. And they were like, somewhere it has gone terribly wrong. And now we need to figure it out. And I just had like a mental shutdown of like not being able to, it was just like papers in front of me and numbers. And I was like, I've, I've got nothing. So I'm saying your job title is accountant. So figure guys, it out. You guys find the numbers. I don't know, man. Damn. Wow. My, uh, my fail came at work too. I mean, it's actually just been a steady reoccurring fail. Um, work's been a shit show, but you know, like even when work's really, really terrible, you always have like that one coworker to turn to and kind of like make eye contact with, or yeah. just go and find after something happens and be like, you're never going to believe this. Well, my, uh, favorite coworker, he left. Oh no. Yeah. He's, he's gone. And that's like not a personal fail. He's doing great things moving on. But now my personal fail is that I just keep wandering around the office expecting him to find things oh. uh, like find him after things have happened and i just stand random places and people ask me what's wrong <laughs> and i just like left standing there like nothing you're like a dog when the kid moves <laughs> yes. to college or oh. something. Like That's exactly what it is i like something happens and i like get up from my chair and now that i've stood up yeah i can't just sit back down i have to do something <gasps> or like i'll get up and i'll wander to a place like where he used to sit or something and then i'm like <laughs> It's so sad. Hi. <laughs> to the other people that sit around him. Oh, that is so sad. That is actually depressing. Yep. And I think I have a solution to your problem. Oh, okay. I think you should get a plant. Because for me, my only office friend is my plant. And let me tell you, me and my plant are really close. And I know he's never leaving unless I kick him out. <laughs> or run him over. Or, or. No, even when you run him over, he's still there. <laughs> so maybe half dead still. This is like one of the leading contributors to depression is like living or working in an office space without windows. My office space has Oh, no I thought windows. you were going to say with plants. With I was plants. like, <laughs> no, fuck you. Plants are a lot of joy, but um, you tend to need sunlight for plants. No, oh, you have, have no windows. Light. Well, you can do what I do and you can bring them outside with you at lunch and eat with your lunch. I mean, with you, you with your plant. You could do that. Yeah. It's a good look. It really yep. is. Yeah. <laughs> Just sit there with my plant. Well, besides eating with my plant for lunch, um, my fail actually has to do with Cassie's coworkers. So we, uh, we went to some like... Drag race. Drag race. I'm sorry. Not the car <laughs> kind. The car Not kind. like RuPaul drag race. The car kind. I was very confused. Okay. <laughs> but anyways. Wait, you thought you were going to a drag queen? Yeah. Like, she said, you want to go to the drag race? And I said, hell fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would. And she's like, too. really? And she's like, oh, the cars. I was like, oh, okay. Um, but anyways, so we met Cassie's coworkers there. And uh, I've met them before, but I think this is the longest time they've ever been around me. Yeah. And... Is. Um, within like an hour of meeting me, I got called a crack addict Yeah, and, and I feel like this is a fail because this is not the first time that a stranger, someone meeting me for the first time has called me a crack addict and I, I just don't know how to fix my life guys. Yeah. Everybody like, here's the suggestion. Don't become a don't, crack okay. addict. Yes. Don't drugs are never the answer. Okay. I won't live up to my my name, but again, today I was called a crack addict by McKenna, who didn't know this story. Oh no! <laughs> but it's okay. No, I I don't well, take I gave it. You the wrong suggestion. I told you to start. 
Oh, you did actually. Yeah. You did tell me to start crack, but start the crack. <laughs> start the crack. But either way, I will not. I will say no to drugs, especially the crack. Um, but yeah, that was it. Was very humbling uh, to be called a crackhead. So let's uh, dive headfirst into our adventure log now. <laughs> you know, you just get very enthusiastic about things, and you just I really have do. a spark to life that people don't understand. It, just, it leads you to stutter and you know, kind of. Spaz. It was my dancing, really. Oh, yeah. Your dancing is wonderful and interpretive and beautiful. It is, but some people... Actually, every time I've been Those called a crack addict, it's from the dancing. It's from the dancing. The dancing. Um, which I've never seen a crack addict dance, so I'm not sure if I can you know, say that's a proper... Uh, it's not a good thing. Well... That was mean. <laughs> I but I it. said your dancing is beautiful and majestic. So I don't think you dance like a crackhead. I think your dancing is very wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the crackhead. I take it as a compliment. <laughs> McKenna didn't, but I do. Anyways, uh, let's go roll over into our adventure log. So this is a list of 20 talking points where we let our BFF, Mr. D20, choose what we're going to be talking about. And don't forget to join us on this adventure by sending us over your topics. And you can send us over those topics either on our social media or on, uh, you can email that to us at unnatural20s at gmail.com. And whenever we roll number 10 on our dice, we're going to be reading those questions, suggestions, or topics. So make sure to join us. Um, but let's roll. Here's my big chunky boy. I like that he got an introduction. He mm-hmm. did. Here he Not is. Not only is he BFF D20, he's Mr. So, so, D20. Mr. Yes. D20. It's like Mr. Worldwide, but Mr. D20. All right. So we rolled 15, which is what do you do? So here's your scenario, guys. You see Taylor Lautner in public. Mm. What do you do? Call you. Just keep on walking. <gasps> That's right, bitch. I wouldn't <laughs> even tell you. No picture, nothing. <gasps> yeah. I'd call you. You'd, okay, you'd call me. You wouldn't take a picture. You wouldn't try to talk well, to I him. Well, I mean, if you were close enough to get there, I'd try to stall him. So okay. you can live out some lifelong dreams and maybe finally change your phone screen. Oh. Uh, <laughs> An updated picture of me and him? Perfect. It but would seem a I'm little more personal. It would. What if, what would you be more mad? I didn't tell you or I had like the most magical day with him. Like we ended up being around yeah. one of the areas where you could rent scooters. We like went and rented scooters. I would be fine park. with that. But we didn't tell you like that. We hung out oh, for like tell four hours. And uh, during those four hour period that I spent with Taylor Lautner, I didn't call you and let you know. And I just had a magical day with him. I what would, would be worse? I would be so sad. <laughs> what if you so met sad. him and he was like a jerk? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. But really? like, would it yeah. kill some of the crush? No, because uh, that's why I don't want to meet him. You that's why he, I want. You think he might be a jerk? No, I don't think he's a jerk. I think he. Uh, I think he's a nice person, but I think he's just interested in things that I'm not interested in. Like, uh, so if you went all crack addict, if I would, <laughs> no, <laughs> he would think that's funny. I I think he would think that's funny, <laughs> but I think he just couldn't handle me because mm. you know I'm a crack addict. <laughs> but like with the vibe of three of us around, it might be good balance good yeah you could totally you. hang out with us anytime taylor Lautner. i can hear that you can come <laughs> hang out with us do you know where you live i'm gonna give you my address right now never mind i'm walking right past him <laughs> yeah it's the best answer just walk <laughs> right on by <laughs> but if you had a magical day with him that would be so cool but if you didn't tell me that would be really sad <laughs> just i would never do that i'm sorry oh wow it really hurt me though so um i'm gonna roll damage for you because that really hurt my soul <laughs> yeah that's fair enough yeah. And you got eight points of fucking damage, Jesse. Y'all, you damn damn picture. Oh man, (laughs) you see my. If you fucking see Taylor Lautner, you better tell me, and you better have a beautiful day with him, or at least say hi. Okay, see how he reacts. All right, so uh, Cassie, you're not going to get any points because fuck you, McKenna. You at least called me. 
Uh, so I'm going to give you 100 points right there. Thanks. For at least giving me a call. Was. I mean, it had poor intentions. I was hoping the like crush would kind of diminish a bit. No, never. Extremity. But it's been, you know. it's been like eight years. So that's true. Nothing's going to It's been nine. It. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So I just rolled again, this time with the tiny boy, because I like my tiny boy too. And I rolled a 17, which is change the ending. So if you could change the ending of any TV show, movie, what would you change? So I've had this up forever. Um, ages ago, I watched that Dumplin' movie. With oh, Jennifer yeah. Anderson. Oh, what? Yeah, I don't know why. It was like suggested to me so many times. And I just, and I like heard decent things about it. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah, it's okay. on Netflix. It's like, it's okay. It's uh, incredibly bad. Yeah, it looked really bad. Real bad. No, it actually did. It like dealt a lot. Like it had the drag community in it. It had some interesting um, points and stuff. And it like, it was definitely like a happy <laughs> ending of like, Oh, the mother and daughter come from like totally different viewpoints, but we're able to like understand that they love each other and where the other's coming from. But they're like the whole plot is like an overweight daughter of a former pageant queen is like just hates her mother and they can never communicate. And she used to bond really a lot with her aunt who was also overweight, mm-hmm. but her aunt passes away the summer before and it's pageant season again. And she finds like, she's cleaning out her aunt's room and she finds this form that her aunt also wanted to do pageants when she was younger, mm. but it backed out cause she was overweight and was embarrassed by it. So in her aunt's honor, she decides to like do pageants, but make like a rebellion out of them to prove how stupid they are. And she's like joined by this goth girl Hell yeah. And another overweight girl who's like, like really just happy go lucky. Mm -hmm. But you don't know this at first. And I really, really thought that this, um, she's very like, the goth girl's very like fight the patriarchy, like just down with these bad stereotypes and everything. I thought she was going to be a lesbian and secretly like in a relationship with this other girl. Mm -hmm. And I was really rooting for it. Like they can't, she like stuck up for the uh, happy go lucky overweight girl. And I thought they were just going to, like, the reason the girl was so happy was because she, like, had a great partner in life. And so that's my change the ending. Is that, is that they're that not. They yeah. But I want them to be in a relationship together. <laughs> and it would make everything better. Hell yeah. You got to love the dynamic that where it's, like, somebody's super happy and then, like, a downer. It's like Andy and uh, April. Like that one scene in Parks and Rec yeah. where they're going through the mm-hmm. Halloween party and they're like, somebody will die <laughs> of happiness. <laughs> it's exactly that. It would have been that, but like it was so subtle in the beginning. The the fight the patriarchy girl just seemed to stand up for this other girl and mm-hmm. she was like, kind of just gave her a small smile and I was like, oh, they're a couple. No, <laughs> so not at all. I was like, yes, not now all. I'm in. I, I ship like, the fuck out of I you guys. Support this. No. 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 That is a bummer. It was. So like, it, nothing to do really do with the movie, but I feel like it actually would have been a decent movie had that happened. Yeah. Well, I ship that too, I guess. Yeah. I haven't seen it and I probably will never Don't, see it. But I mean, it's not really <laughs> worth watching. I but. ship a goth girl and a nice girl. Yeah. That sounds works. cool. Um, well, my change the ending is for a movie also available on Netflix. Oh. Yes, it's a wild one. It's called Swiss Army Man. Oh, oh no. <laughs> so <laughs> is it to trash wow. it? Is it to get rid of that movie? No. So uh, the movie is beyond weird yeah. to begin with. It's with Daniel Radcliffe, and he's basically just a like... A corpse? He's a corpse, but he farts. Like, And this is like basically one of his superpowers is that he farts. And, and just, he can get his dick up. Yeah, he can get his dick up, too. That's That's another big part of it but yeah he, basically did you watch it too she watched Cassie. part of it i came down for like 10 minutes and then i was like okay the it's trailer was enough for me so <laughs> yeah that's literally that's it but anyways so what it is is basically this guy is lost and he like 
was trying to commit suicide and then this corpse come to him. He's like, life is meaningless. I don't have any friends. I wish I had a friend. And basically him and this corpse become a friend and the corpse slowly, as it gets love, it, he comes to life. So Daniel Radcliffe gets more life in him. So he's, at the end, he's able to like walk and stuff like that. And wow. it yeah. starts with farting. Life starts with farting. And it, and it ends with a fart. Okay. So poetic. the end of this movie is the absolute worst. Like this movie isn't good, but the end is the worst because um, like I said, they, they learn to like love each other and become friends. And the very end, the guy who was lost, not Daniel Radcliffe, uh, ends up going to like his crush, like her house, this girl he's never met before. Daniel Radcliffe somehow got him there. And like, that's how he gets found. And then she just thinks he's a creep overall. Like he scares everyone. Like, Overall, like she absolutely hates main dude. Mm-hmm. And then they see the corpse together and they're like, oh my God, like offended by Daniel Radcliffe's character. And he's like, stay weird. And like, then everyone accepts Daniel Radcliffe as a weird corpse dude and like, like it. And like, there's a oh, camera wait, the- dude there because there's more than just that girl there. But the girl wasn't into the corpse. Girl, girl's the only one who was not into the corpse. Everybody else was like, or main dude. A corpse or main dude. Yeah, everyone was like, wow, that's fucking magical. Um, And there's a camera dude that captures like farting corpse on camera. Mm -hmm. And at the very end, farting corpse decides to go off into the ocean like fucking Shamu with farts. Um, So I would have loved for um, Daniel Radcliffe's character to uh, be in theater instead of having this uh, end this way. What do you mean? mean? I'm so sorry. This is a bad explanation. (laughs) (laughs) Did our two blank expressions give that away? Like, just the lostness in our eyes? Daniel Radcliffe was really good at, uh, you know, his character was really good at, like, uh, staging things and, and acting. Mm-hmm. And because the whole movie, he was just trying to figure out what human humans is. So basically, they created, like, set pieces in, like, a theater. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, actually really elaborate. And the main guy and Daniel Radcliffe would act out these scenes together. And it was perfect. So if, if these two were in theater together, I would have fucking loved that ending. Like, oh, they just the started like a two-man act? Yeah, it's like end? a theater production. I'd be like, hell yeah, I'd watch the shit out of that. Daniel Radcliffe rides off on a unicorn with he's naked. That's another <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> reference if you don't get that. All right. Isn't it a book? Uh, or a horse? Sorry. That's, yes. It's, it's not a, unicorn. a unicorn. I'm pretty sure it's a unicorn, but I don't know. It's Why white. He rode off naked with a horse. I don't know. It was oh, in I theater. No idea. It's in theater. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for that extremely long explanation. <laughs> Oh, I feel like we've gone on a journey that none of us... Well, I was not ready for. Yeah, it start. It doesn't help that the movie is so weird. So it's like trying to explain a weird movie. Yeah, that already, like, the plot's already weird, so it's just... (laughs) I honestly, because I remember seeing the trailer for that movie, and I always thought that it was just in his head, like a Wilson vibe. I thought so, too. Yeah, I just was like, oh, okay, so instead of a volleyball with a bloody handprint, now we're just doing He got a corpse. I thought that the whole time. And then the end, it's like, nope, he's real. He's real. And then he farts off. He does. He farts off like, they have a video of it, too. It's It's so fucking weird. I can picture just a Daniel Radcliffe corpse just, like, diving into the water. You can watch that. You can. I have no desire to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for my change the ending, um... Mine's going to go from a little TV show not available on Netflix, but on Amazon Prime. What's up, you guys? Uh, it's going to be m- The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh, yeah. Season one uh, or season two, season episode two. one. It's the only episode I've seen, so I'm definitely qualified Such to do this. <laughs> so, it's so like, bad. It's so bad. This episode, Season one is good, guys. I promise you season one is good. That's what everybody's saying. Yeah. But this episode mm-hmm. was so trash. It was I'm garbage. I'm pissed about it all because like 
So they set it up like all I heard for the first season was like, it's super empowering. Like this woman's awesome. She could do anything. And then the episode starts off with her just like moving, like everybody's calling to her for help. And she just moves in like the operator telephone things, just puts it in a, like she's one thing. She's just like, a cable girl. She's just switching wires yeah, and answering dumb questions. It, she's not even answering questions. It's just like, I'll put you on hold for a second. And mm-hmm. then like everybody's supposed to be like, my God, look at her go. Which- no offense to these girls. How hard is it to pull a cable out, put it in another hole and see like say like the store name, how can I help you? And then transfer the fucking call. Not very complicated. Yeah, I get it that it's overwhelming, but then she needed to come in and do more than just plug it in and be like, yeah. all right, I'll put you on hold. And I was like, what the fuck is this? No. But then it goes, what really pissed me off is she goes to France and she has a whole stand up like she does just gets up on stage during this like drag show and does like a whole like just a whole set, a whole like two minute set that no one asked for. No one asked for, but then she goes and calls like her ex who I'm, I pieced together, cheated on her. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like, she was like, I'm willing to make this work. Like I would love to still be with you. I can get over this. And he was like, um, I can't get over the fact that you make fun of me in your comedy, which is the weakest shit ever. And she just like breaks down and cries. He's a slime ball. He's He's a weenie. He's a weenie. So instead of her, what I would have changed instead of her just like crying and walking the streets of parrots after that. She needed to go back into that club and then do like a five minute set just roasting the shit out of him and how small his dick is. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's or all did it. Even better, she can go straight to his face and just roast the shit out of him and film it. Wait, they do that home film? They don't film it. Anyways, they put it on the vine. They, they record <laughs> it. Um, they like record them on records. Oh, okay. So you can listen. And that's how actually how her husband first finds out that she's doing stand up. Ah. Is he's in a store and they're playing her record because she's like unknown. So they're like, who is this? It's got to be so and so. It's got to be so and so. And he hears his ex, like his estranged wife's voice bursting yeah. the shit out of him ah, in his strange. see all about that yeah it was great that first season guys i'm telling you but see first season they built it all up for her to like break down in paris and i was like well all right i couldn't even get Bye. through the rest of the second season and i devoured the first season yeah well cassie i agree with that that's the only episode i've ever seen as well and <laughs> we're experts man it fucking sucks so <laughs> i'm gonna give you a hundred points right there for changing that fucking ending and mckenna you changed uh, a dumpling and made a beautiful ship and to set that sail i'm gonna give you another hundred points thank you change the whole like second season of marvelous yeah Space it's so disappointing <laughs> all right and i'm gonna roll again So I rolled 16, which is let's go on an adventure. So for this adventure, I'm going to have, all of us are going to be playing our D&D characters. So McKenna, a.k.a. Books, is going to be Curie, the half-elf wizard. Uh, Cassie is going to be Biggie, the bard. Yeah. And I'm going to be Erica, Erka, the half-orc fighter. (laughs) Yes. So Erica, Biggie, and Curie. I I read this wrong. (laughs) Curie Justo. Curie Justo. Biggie and Erica. Uh, wake up in a cave. Something about this cave looks familiar, but you can't quite put your finger on it. To find out more, please roll a d20 for an investigation check. I got an 11. I got a 10. Nope. All right. Not very observant. <laughs> well, you're more observant than Cassie, or Biggie, I'm sorry. No. Nope. I got an 11. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, Cat. Turn it up to 11, bruh. <laughs> that's right. Biggie, that's the only thing Biggie knows how to do. All right. Uh, with that, you, what you notice, Biggie, mm. is that there is a note on the floor and it's actually attached to what looks like a bunch of bones. And it says, be wary of the dweller of this cave. They must be destroyed at any cost and do not let looks deceive you. They are a cold blooded murderer. And Kiri, what you see is you see a bottle. It's kind of in the corner of the cave and it has some sort of symbol on it, but you really, you can't quite make out what's on that. 
And then Biggie, you also realize that this cave, the reason that you know it's familiar is because you've been here before. This oh, is where what? you were defeated by the copper dragon, the shrug, and Medusa. Oh, those sons of bitches. Oh, yep, so right. you know that. Okay. And all of a sudden, you guys hear something. And it's a voice. And this voice kind of sounds familiar too. But it's coming from inst- like deeper inside the cave. So what do you guys do? Well, it sounds familiar. It sounds familiar. But you don't know why. I say we go forward. I, honestly, yeah. I would just go in the cave, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. you're just going to... Okay, so Just keep on a trekking. And Erica's going to follow you guys. Mm-hmm. And... What a follower. Yeah. So uh, when you guys look around, you notice there's just one patch of light. It looks like there's a crack at the top of the cave. And it's shining down. And it's shining down on something menacing. A nightmare that you've had for the longest time. And here it is in person again. And guess, guess what it is, guys? What is it? It's the Awakened Shrub. Shrubbery! He's there. Shrubbery's a nightmare. And you read that note, you know, this cold-blooded murderer needs to be taken down. Friends, what's up, my friends? No matter what the shrub says, you know you better take it down. So please, can you roll for initiative? I don't want to be a part of this. (laughs) Oh, damn. Biggie rolled a three. Uh, Kitty wrote a 16. Yep. All right. So Erica rolled a 17. So she's going to go first. Biggie. I mean, the shrub actually rolled a 19. So What's shrub's up? So go shrub's, shrub's going first. So the shrub, he stands there. And Cassie, what does the shrub do? Well, he's obviously, it's a greeting, so he's just going to go back to shaking his leaves. <laughs> he's just going to start the party with them. The friends are back. He's so excited. <laughs> well, as the shrub shakes his leaves, he shakes so menacingly. It's terrifying. You got shaking is, your he's boots. He's saying this is meant to be friendly. Is it coming across? <laughs> this is friendly shakes. As he taunts you with his words, he shakes in anger, and you all take a point of damage just because emotionally you cannot fucking handle this. <laughs> My friends. <laughs> All right, and up next is Erica. So Erica, what Erica's going to do is she's going to take her giant big orc self and go up to the shrub. Give it a high five. Nope, she's going to try to kick the shrub. Well. And the shrub will take three points of damage with that, that with kick. With a kick? With a kick. How much damage can a shrub take? That's a good question. That is a good question. We'll have to see. All right, and then up next is going to be Cassie. Nope. Kiri. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. I really don't want to attack Shrubbery. No, you don't. We're friends. We're all family. Um, Get up, everybody. Sing. You don't want to cast a spell. I'm sorry. I've already taken damage from this damn shrub. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to cast Flaming Sphere, in which, you know, a five foot diameter sphere, a fire appears. It's getting toasty. There. And, you know, that's basically it. it. Just Okay, so with the flaming sphere, that's going to be 2d6 of damage. So you actually see the shrub start to ignite in flames. It is now a burning bush. I'm the burning bush. What's up? Say hi to Moses for me. He's still alive and you don't know how. So 2d6 of damage. It's going to be a total of... I'm here to tell you about the Ten Commandments. Number one, love the shrub. <laughs> Rub the shrub, am oh, I right? Oh, no. <laughs> the shrub wants, wants friends. No sexual things, please. <laughs> the shrub takes ten points of damage. I'm pretty sure it's probably dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's just burning right now. It's a flame. Okay. It's like a forest fire. <laughs> All right. And lastly, Smoky. last in the lineup is going to be Kiri. Nope. I'm sorry, Biggie. <laughs> I just I'm not going to correct you. I'm just going to keep saying, nope, <laughs> no, no. All right, Biggie, how are you going to attack the shrub? Uh, Biggie is going to go, he's going to try to cast Thunder Wave because now that it's on fire, 
Actually, I didn't think that it was on fire. It's probably just going to put out the fire if I use Thunder Wave and help it out. Whatever. He's going to cast it. Thunder Wave? Yeah. All right. So with Thunder Wave, so it has to be a constitution save. So let's see. And it looks like the shrub did not <laughs> save. So he gets hit with a bolt of lightning you see the shrub lose all of his leaves and he is just a flaming pile of twigs right now all right so uh up next is the shrub so shrubbery what do you do and you said i'm just like some twigs on the ground right now you're on just fire. you're on fire you're still sh- on fire you're, you're just some twigs <laughs> uh, on fire lit time can yes. i still move the twigs around yes you can i'm just gonna spell out friends and twigs <laughs> <laughs> All I'm going to do, because now I'm a burned up shrub, before I can move my leaves. No, I have no leaves. You all see the shrub make something in the ground. It looks like he's trying to spell something. And it says fiends. You are. (laughs) He's bad at spelling. (laughs) Listen, he only has the brain of a tiny little enlightened shrubbery. Um, Also, it's a very stressful moment for me. (laughs) It's stressful for everyone. hard to remember. Stressful for everyone, and actually everyone's going to take another point of damage. So everyone already took two points of damage. From the point of friendship. (laughs) From fiends. Apparently we get very offended at poor spelling. Jenny would. That would cause some damage to herself. They just saw F forming. They're like, they they seem to fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. All right. And then Erica is going to go for an attack. And she's going to try to kick the shrub again, but uh, unfortunately she misses and just falls down on her back. And now That's she, right. What's up? She is prone. I don't want you as a friend. And up next is Kiri. Well, this, it's still alive. It's, it's apparently... The shrub is still alive somehow. Um, you know, the really thing... Like, the twigs are alive. I'm the, sorry. The, the waking sh- twigs. I can um, do is burning hands so I can just make it burn. Oh, burn it more. <laughs> burn it more. Um, so, you know what? I just hold my hands with uh you know together and shoot some flames out at it um but uh each creature within a 15 foot cone must make a dexterity saving throw so i believe that includes erica (laughs) oh hell yeah it does indeed and actually she got a 19 so i'm sure that saves and that's good that's good okay and then that's actually gonna be 3d6 of damage it looks like so six and then seven total damage so this shrub is fine feeling great Doing good. A little charred at this point. You see Just a, a, bit. Just a bit. You see the ends of the branches of this what used to be a shrub turning a little bit white and kind of falling off. He looks like there's like a little ashtray below him just because he's he's withering away. Friends, grab one of the remaining sticks. We'll have a campfire. <laughs> Burn some marshmallows. Steal it, my dude. All right. Biggie is up next. Someone sing Kumbaya. Actually... I think Biggie would start to feel bad for this this little plant. And Biggie is going to go to it and actually cast plant growth on him. And he's going to revive <laughs> this friendship plant. He has faith in this plant and it must regrow. He's going to bring it back to life. He's like a phoenix. He's, he's like, he's going to rise from, from those ashes. ashes. <laughs> so with that, the shrub, he stops flaming. And his, his little, little branches, his little leaves, they grow back. And he extends. And he's larger than life. He's actually filling the whole back of the cave right now. This is, this is like miracle growth for this dude. And it goes back to the top of the lineup. Which is shrubbery. This is shrubbery. Which, what will the shrub do now that he is huge? Now we, can we just be friends? Like, this is real. This is from the heart. I just want friends. That is all I want. As the shrub screams at you all in his beckoning voice, you take another point of mental damage. I can have no friends. (laughs) Leave me in the cave. Run away, friends. (laughs) All right. And up next is Erica. 
Erica uh, is going to actually try to cut a piece of the shrub off. It's so big. She's going to try to trim this bitch. Just bring it in for a hug. And she just actually prunes it. She just gets a couple of the leaves <laughs> off the side because it's just so Shape fucking big. Shape me into a dolphin. I've always wanted to be one. <laughs> um, and then Kiri is up next. Kiri is uh, pretty tired. She's used up her spell slots. So she's going to pull out her book and read the shrub a story. Yes, um, friends! <laughs> that's one friend, one friend down. Yeah, one yeah friend. she's just going to curl up next to this nice shrubbery and read some tales about gardens. Oh, I love it. So the crazy thing is the story that you tell the shrub is actually, it's a spell. Why do you hate friendship? <laughs> just read the book. It, it, it's a story that she chose. It actually is something very offensive to the shrub and the shrub is actually going to take some mental I, damage for that. I don't know if I could be offended. <laughs> you are completely offended so much that it hurts your brain and you take two points of damage. And Bummer. up next is Biggie. Biggie is going to sit down and sing Kumbaya. Fuck you. What do you have for that? <laughs> He's going to cast inspiration on the planet. Try to ruin this friendship. <laughs> you realize, all of you together, that friendship is more than, than life. Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> and uh, this is no ordinary awakened shrub. Um, it's actually a, an awakened weed plant. And that's why you guys just feel so connected to it. Because when it was smoking, yeah, when it was smoking, you guys were actually getting super high. No, you already (laughs) did. You set that bitch aflame. Yeah. So that's why it was just such a happy shrub. And uh, what do you guys do that now? You're like chilling. You just like sit there, sing Kumbaya, read those books. Hell yeah, that's a good, that's a pretty good time. Yeah. All right. So thanks for coming on this adventure with me (laughs) in this weed plant. (laughs) All right. No one dies this time. That's a first. (laughs) We said no. Yep said no to death this time. The only other spell you gave me was Mage Hand. I could basically just make a hand appear and You could have gave me a high five. No, That's I can't like interact with actual... Like, bummer. Yeah, I can like turn doorknobs and stuff. That's I was I thinking know. you could like touch the leaves and stuff like that. Just like touch it, like give it a friendly touch, like high five. Which would have just turned into poison somehow. Somehow or, it yeah. would have just destroyed. Mm-hmm. Somehow. All right, so I rolled of eight, which is Shark Tank Pitch. All right, shark, or investors, or I'm the investor. Tell me you, what you got. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me what you got for me, guys. Are we fish? How does this work? You are not shark. I am master shark today. You, you're taking title of master shark? I sure am. That hurts. That hurts the soul. But master shark, I got something I think you're really going to like. Ooh, bite, bite. This. <laughs> Good, I already got her chomping, chomping at the bit. All I've got is like, baby shark, just stuck nope. in my head. Oh, <laughs> no. I will not be pitching that to you, master Thank shark. You. Don't worry, I would never. But I got a totally original idea for you. And uh, hear me out. Adult playgrounds. <laughs> what this is going to be, it's going to be a playground for adults. Okay, oh, innovative. I've never heard of anything like this. I know. It's wild. So you know how adults aren't really welcome at kids' playgrounds because it's fucking creepy? I've, I've heard of this, yes. This is going to be a playground just for adults. So there's going to be the slides. There's going to be things to climb. Monkey bars. Like... Will there be alcohol? Zip lines. There will be... No, it is just an adult <laughs> playground. Will there that be is a it. place where we get to bash plates? And no, but there will be a dope slide and you're going to love it. <laughs> And that is it. That's it. It's, it's an actual the end of it. It's just playground. An adult playground. But what if you wanted Period. to learn how to be a DJ? And you go to somewhere else. <laughs> you take a class for that shit. It's not time for the park. Are the slides wide enough for people's hips that are larger than children? Yeah, it's an adult playground. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. I just had to check. Wow. Well, that was a personal tack. And uh, hey, listen, I actually have a Shark Tank pitch that you both are going to love. Oh, okay. okay. So pretty proud of mine. Guys, it's a D&D themed restaurant. Oh. oh. So at this restaurant, you can either come with your character already prepared or be assigned one. 
And you can either go as a group of no more than six or solo or, you know, a group of two and meet new people. So you get seated at a table with your group or, you know, in a small group of new people. And um, the restaurant is themed like a tavern. And you get served ale and breads and cheese while you get to know each other. And your waiter is a DM. I'm already and so into this. you have to stay in character. So you munch on your snacks. You introduce yourselves just like you're meeting each other for the first time at a tavern. Your DM comes up and invites you all on an adventure. Holy shit. And from there, you start to go on an adventure. And let's say your first leg of your adventure, you defeat a giant who hoards desserts and sweets. You'll be served a mountain of desserts first because your food's all going to correlate with your current adventure. Oh, hell yeah. So you might not eat your conventional meal or, you know, foods that you've necessarily loved, but they're all going to be themed to what you're currently facing. I love that. (laughs) I love it so much. Um, So not only is your quest an adventure, but your dining service is as well. Um, And you get to remain in character as you're eating and you keep going on adventures throughout your like five course meal. And you can sign up for either just a campaign that lasts one like dinner Mm -hmm. serving or a longer campaign than just that evening and schedule reservations with the restaurant regularly. Oh, this is such a good idea. (laughs) Right? I'm just sad it doesn't exist. We can make this happen. McKenna? Let's let's get in the restaurant business, you guys. (laughs) I want to just say that Master Shark here would invest the shit out of that because it actually goes perfectly with my Shark Tank pitch. Wow. It what? actually could fit mine because mine is a nerd shopping center and it would be called Pallet Town. And in this shopping center, we would have a card shop with a battle arena for card games, an esports arena with PC and console gaming, a hobby shop, a uh, cosplay crafting store with classes on how to cosplay, Ooh. and a bar with themed drinks, also McKenna's. Or a D&D restaurant. Yes. yes. Uh, a marketplace with all your favorite food from animes and games, a comic book shop, arcade, and uh, a gift shop where you can get plushies of your favorite characters and NPCs. And of course, a motherfucking adult part. That's right. There's an adult playground in there. Not your type, though. My type. <laughs> well, it just simply won't work. I had this down before you came. I don't know how we all together came together and decided mine Created was the a best. beautiful utopia. <laughs> I don't know about that last part. <laughs> Um, and then it would also be complete with an awesome fountain that looked like a Pokeball or like Ash Ketchum or like basically any awesome character from any video game. Hell yeah. It'd be, um, it'd have to be like Pokemon though. Cause it's called Palatown. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what do you guys say? You in? I, fuck yeah. yeah. I'm so into that. Wouldn't that be so cool? I'm just bummed that neither of these exist. Right? Like this is a world I want to live in. Can we have one store that's rotating? So it, each, the inside's always themed like a different, like it can be an Animal oh, Crossing themed yeah. store oh. one day and you get to go in and shake trees and a pie fall down and you pay like a standard rate of $5 to get that prize. Or it wow. can be a Mario Kart and it just turns into a goat car racing. Like There's also got to be go-kart there racing. There has to be sure. go-kart racing. It's just oh. a permanent Mario Kart like little station. Oh, that's how you get in and how you park. You have to get a go-kart to go in. <laughs> well, that could lead to some questionable. Uh, it's only for adults. It's only, <laughs> only for adults. All right. Well, uh, Master Shark would like to invest in all of your properties besides Cassie. So that's only McKenna's. <laughs> uh, and so McKenna, for your amazing tavern, your D&D tavern that is going to be in the shopping center, Pallet Town, uh, you're going to get 300 points for that. Thank you. I worked really hard on this. I'm very, very proud good. of it. It's very good. And Cassie, for completely copying my idea, but dumbing it down. No, actually, um, improving <laughs> it and making it actually where it could actually work. Yeah, uh, you're welcome. Yeah, I'm actually going to roll some damage for you, and you only have two points right now, Let's so... fucking bring it. You got one, so yeah. you got lucky. You're, you're safe right I'm now. I'm invincible, ho. baby. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
nope. <laughs> if you get damaged one more time, you're out, bro. You lose a thousand you, points. This you're log is the first person <laughs> since Devante, and look what happened to him. Yeah. I went for a log that was not catered to the DM once. <laughs> no, it's gonna backfire. For <laughs> yeah, it sure. is. You're gonna lose a thousand points. You pull that shit with me, but not Kaylin. <laughs> no way, my dude. All right, and we rolled a 12, which is Cassie's roll. So uh, McKenna's going to read uh, Cassie's horoscope out loud, and then Cassie's going to have to relate it to her life because she hates it so much. It's her favorite thing. I don't know what you're talking about. But I do know that Cassie also hates numbers, right? Uh, recently, yeah. It's We were on and off for a bit. We're definitely off right now. You're off? Okay. Really. So I'm pretty sure you would be really happy if we read your numerology. Somehow combined numbers and horoscopes. horoscopes. Yeah. yeah. Your yeah, two loves. Sure would. Yeah. Well, why don't we do that? Uh, do you want today's or tomorrow? You're going to get today's. I'm not pulling oh, up. All right. Tomorrow's. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> the creative energy of a three day is yours for the taking. This can serve you well in both your professional and personal life when it comes to problem solving. <laughs> the influence of this vibration can oh, vibration. <laughs> you thinking feel from it, different angles. It. A different perspective can illuminate possible solutions you hadn't thought of before. One, have a second look at anything you've been working on lately that has posed a challenge. The mm-hmm. answers may be there in a blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. Oh, numbers, dude. Mm-hmm. That's what it's got for me. Yep. How dare, how dare these two combine to be like, you can solve this problem when I had, I had, it was a number problem. I just had numbers. It was just so many problems. It was so bad. There was like three different, like I couldn't fix it. I uh, wanted me to look at it. Diff- there was no looking at it differently. It's just numbers. There's no, have I, have yeah. you thought of like turning the paper upside down and maybe it reads like hello or something? Or if I put like lemon juice on it and heated oh. it up and maybe there was a secret map on the back. You yeah. Thanks. Numerology will your- find the fucking constitution. <laughs> Put someone's blood on it, and I'm sure it'll like work. Have another secret map. That's, yeah, I'll, I'll try that tomorrow. I know it should have applied to today, but I had it late. So tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll, lemon I'll, and blood, lemon and blood on mm-hmm. on these ledgers. <laughs> Good. All right, Cassie. Well, I'm going to give you some points for applying that so perfectly and adding some national treasure in there. Yeah. All right, I'm going to give you 100 points right there. The real national treasure is friendship. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> She's still in shrubbery mode. Hey. Friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's apparently a weed plant. All right. And, <laughs> and uh, we rolled a one, which is DM rule. So I'm going to give you guys some questions, and I would like you to answer them for me. So what is Taylor Lautner's birthday? Oh, man. It was it's recently. Like, yep. Today. Okay. It was like four days ago, three days ago. Is it February 10th, 9th? <laughs> I'm going, oh, fuck. I thought it, February 9th. 9th? Nope. You guys fucking Eight? suck. It was yesterday, homies. Jesus. I literally told you that today and oh, yesterday. Yeah. That feels like a long time ago. It sure I'm sorry. does. I remember it, like sitting at this, like right in this exact spot and you being like, it's yep. Taylor. That La- yep. was fucking yesterday. Wow. Yep. It feels like so long ago. The day we recorded it was yesterday, which is 211. And do you know what year he was born? 92? 93. 92, motherfucker. <laughs> really? He, we are the same age. Well. He seems I remember like a baby. saying that a lot. So yeah, mm-hmm. thank you, thank you, McKenna. All right, and uh, name someone who is hey, at ninety three is not a fucking baby, you asshole. Baby. <laughs> fucking babies, <laughs> baby. Um, name someone who is at Taylor Lautner's surprise birthday party. Not you. So oh. <laughs> damage. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you like missing a thousand points, Cassie. It feels good. <laughs> It was totally worth it. Because you are at negative three right now, you motherfucker. (laughs) All right, McKenna, who was at Taylor Lautner's birthday party? I threw out Selena Gomez. (laughs) His, no, no. Taylor Swift? 
No. <laughs> you didn't even ask girlfriend. Like, oh my <laughs> god. Be friends. No. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. I mean, listen, Selena and Justin Bieber got together like three or four times, so like it could happen for yeah. Connor. Well, they were just like friends, but it was like really a long time ago. Okay. Um, I don't really know any other celebrity. His sister was, was probably there. That was is true. Sister, his sister was not there. She was lives like in a different someone state. from the Twilight cast, but like a non-known member. Like you're close, actually, because uh, Chris and Stewart was there. Case two, aka Bella. Um, she's, <laughs> Bella. Al- she's always been Team Jacob, and she will forever say Team Jacob, just like That's all of us are. She cheated on Robert Pattinson, and things are a little awkward there. That is awkward. It can be. But also, there was Patrick Schwarzenegger, which is BFS with Taylor Honor. What? Duh. And then his girlfriend, mm. Taylor. I thought that was going to be an easy one. Wait, he's dating a Taylor? Yeah, he yes. always, he only dates Taylors. Duh. That's, That's why like we would never work. Thing. I feel like he's got a narcissistic. No, there's just too many people named Taylor. There really <laughs> aren't that many. I'm not friends with a single Taylor. Well, that's just you. Yes, you are. Taylor what? Taylor from your pop filter. That's true. You, that's right. I am friends with you one amazing never, Taylor. <laughs> never forget him. All right, my dude. So that was a good adventure that we all went on. And I'm good. I'm glad that we rolled right through that. And we literally rolled it with the shrubbery for a little bit. What's up? Um, but why don't we, instead of focusing on our fails, like we did at the top of the episode, why don't we go for our successes now and end this episode with success. So tell me, how has your week been success wise? Um, so I actually succeeded in that, like I was kind of responsible and almost adult where I handled my shit throughout the week and then had a full weekend and it had been a really long time since I've had to just like, I've had a full weekend to just chill and I didn't leave like work off till the end and have to do like at least one day where I'm working. So it was really cool. I time management, you guys. It's a valuable thing. It's It's a wild thing. It can really change your life. Not mastered that whatsoever. Um, Speaking of time management, though, my poor time management kind of led to success. Oh Oh, shit! Yeah. So I've been really, really busy at work, and I kind of keep pushing off like calendar reminders to like if they can wait till the next day, or like sort of maybe could possibly wait. I just like bounce up to the next day because yeah, I don't have time to do with them. Like there's no immediate deadline, so I'm just not gonna not gonna worry about it. Well, one of my reminders was that I'm I'm scheduled to go to a conference in less than like oh. like a little bit like a week and a half from now and i've not been like briefed on what i'm doing there no details no idea what's happening and so i had on my calendar like talk to the partnerships office and the sales manager and everyone and figure out what the hell you're doing when you go there and i kept pushing that off until today i finally brought it up and then everyone was in a panic because they didn't know what they were going to tell me to do there like nobody knew what was going on half the office thought i was going for sales the other half thought i was going for distribution and then it came to find out that they had me scheduled to like go alone and set up an entire booth and like unload a bunch of magazines and then they just like sent into like a three-hour panic until at the end of the day they just told me you're just not gonna go and i'm so fucking excited that is had i brought it up earlier they probably would have gotten their shit together and then yeah things would have worked out but now i get my friday and saturday back oh i'm so proud of you wow that is so good so are you guys just not going to that conference then i think someone else is stuck doing it now oh shit wow that's and even they, better like, realize like that they, they really should have just let me go mm-hmm. well now i've made saturday plans and i can no longer do this that's right so it was yeah, too late dudes that's awesome i know poor time management never works out like this yeah that's, that's a blessing man right? really is and speaking of poor time management so the past two years i've tried to get tickets for uh, a concert it's the kingdom hearts soundtrack concert with a live orchestra and choir. And for two years in a row, I did not get fucking tickets because it sells out so quickly and they only come to LA once. So this year I got tickets, guys. Hell yeah. They sold out within like a minute and somehow I got and tickets. You got a lucky one. Oh my God, it was so stressful, but I got them. Was it like Comic-Con stressful? 
Yeah, because they put me in a waiting queue and everything. Oh, damn. Yeah, and then I, like, every time I clicked a ticket, it, like, sent me, bounced me back, and was like, that ticket's not available anymore. Try again. Oh, that's the worst. I I hate that. No joke, did it over 20 times. Oh, no. And then there was only, like, bad seats left, and then somehow some bottom seats came up, and I was like, Oh, they're close, too? Oh, they're the fucking good ones. Nice. They're really good. So That's going to be so cool. I'm super stoked to go see that. And there's going to be like, like I said, orchestra, choir. Yeah. There's going to be, it's, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be playing like, um, like a video of like the video game, like, like Sora, you're going to see him up there. All that friendship. All the, all the friendship. You're going to see all the love, the hearts, friendships. Oh, it's going to be so cry. Fun. I probably will cry because <laughs> it'll be so beautiful. I mean, I'm not shaming that. I'm just stating a fact. It's a beautiful thing. Um, so while we end right now, I just, Cassie, I just need you to tell me, what is this that I'm holding in my hand right now? It's a giant D20. That's right, Cassie. This is what we call a dice. And do I get points for that? No. <laughs> do I make up the damage? Nope. Nope. Well, You're still points negative. for naming a fucking D20. <laughs> for naming what the fuck this is. No, this is a dice. And we're giving away a free set of dice if you head over to iTunes and write a five-star review. So um, make sure to do that. And before we finish, we must see how our points shook down. I'm excited for this. So Cassie, you Where got... Where So you got negative 800 points Hell this episode. Yeah. Just FYI. Good work, Cassie. Fucking killing it. But somehow you stayed above me because at the bottom of the leaderboard... Oh, you're so bad well, at this. <laughs> because I DM two episodes in a row. Because oh, you're just so bad. With 46,344 points is myself. And in second place with 46,685 points is a KFC. That gap is real close, though. Yeah, it just, really is. I wanted to help you out. Mind the gap, my dude. And in first place with 49,737 points. That gap's not real close. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pretty big gap. It's just got to do better. Be better. Uh. Step up a game. Mm, no. <laughs> Pump up my jam, okay? So now we got to roll for next week's DM. Is it going to be you again? It's not going to be me again, guys. Sure I am that? tapped out. I'm pretty sure everyone's, you know, tired of my crack addictness. So we need someone else on a different drug. So let's roll. Cassie. Blaze it. <laughs> you so, got a five. Uh, right. Maybe we won't blaze it. McKenna, you got an 18. All right. Oh, gonna be, so I got to pick a drug then. Yeah. Books, <laughs> what literature. Is your, that good, good literature. What's your drug of choice? I'm just high on reading. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> That's right. I hate you so much. Yeah. All right. Um, so McKenna will be your DM. Books will be your DM next episode. So please email us any questions or topics uh, you have. And we will add that to number 10 on our dice. Email us on natural20s at gmail.com or DSM us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at unnatural20s podcast or Twitter, Facebook at unnatural20s. And that's all, folks. Thanks for rolling with us and catch us next week with a new adventure on Monday. <laughs>